All right, hello. everybody. Okay. Welcome to the Sex Actually podcast. Your host, Dave Neal, co-host Tasha Courtney. Hello, hello. And special guest, Katie Barbaro. How are you today? I'm doing great. This Thanks. is, I've never hung out with someone so many times in one week that I had never met before. We've become best friends and it wasn't your choice. And, <laughs> and I wanted to get Tasha in so she didn't think that I was leaving her for a comedy life on, on the road. On she, the road or on the East Coast? Well, she wouldn't come to the... San- so so we had San Diego shows. Not that I wouldn't come. I was busy at work. Yeah, I I can. I don't fault her for that. So she wouldn't come to the two wouldn't San Diego come. shows, but then I had a show a mile and a half from home. The show starts at 8 o'clock. It's 7.59, and I'm trying to get Tasha to put pants on so she'll show up <laughs> to the show. Because you were... So I was hosting. You're featuring. Yes. Originally from Los Angeles, live in New York. So you're technically, would you call yourself a New York comedian? I I am a New York-based comedian, for sure. And this was like a homecoming show yeah. in a way. I, so think, I, uh, yeah. I think saying you're a New York comedian is stronger than saying you're an L.A. comedian. Thank God. I think New York has a little grit to it. It does. Yeah, I mean, I Do get... you feel gritty? I, I feel pretty gritty. I moved to get a little grittier, and now I've come back as this really hardened soul. You Which know? is weird, because L.A. is such a more... I think L.A. is a grittier city. I think L.A. is dirtier. You it, think it's dirtier? Well, no, it depends 100%. on what part. There's no rain here, so it just shit builds up. I think it's dirtier, and I also think it's, like, darker. Now, I know that sounds crazy, because it's, like, land of sunshine and everything, but mm. I feel like it's it's a place that could leave a lot of people like transplants lonely and yes. and dead inside. I can't imagine because I, I grew They're up. They're called actresses. They're called <laughs> actors and actresses. Yes. Uh, I. It's weird because I have a different perspective since I grew up here and I grew up in a suburb, right? I grew up in Glendale. So I didn't feel like I was in LA. Um, I did go to USC. So that felt a little oh, more. Oh, you did your Trojan? Fight on. Yes, <laughs> nice. absolutely. So I'm going to label you for those people listening. Please. First of all, what's your Instagram? It's at Katie Barb. At Katie Barb with a K. With a K. K A T I E. Okay, Katie Barb. Uh, just because I feel like people before we start talking need to know who we're talking to. You're, you're. Yeah, a, go you, look at me. See what I look. You know, I'm a chipper <laughs> girl. I'm you're, a. Yeah, you're. Um, but you're not. Uh, I don't want to downplay some comedians' looks, but you would be. I'm sure you get to go on stage and then like dudes want to fuck you. Yeah, that happens. Whereas they might sometimes. not at a bar, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but like. You know what I mean? When a guy sees a chick on stage, it uh, I think it works both ways, but I think it ups it's like it, the ante. Well, you're on stage. You're the star. You're cool. You get that sexy... I used to feel that way when I'd watch like high school factor. theater <laughs> productions. I'd be like, when did Andrea become good looking? When did like, no, she, she just get hot? Yeah, yeah, she no, just you sang just, a good song. That's <laughs> where my first boyfriend came from, was just like, I want that guy to make out with me backstage, because he's the lead. He's uh, like, were, uh, Jean Valjean. He wasn't even that good. she's beside me. Yeah, I want to fuck That's you. the just name. That was the... That was um, Les Miserables. That's correct. That Les Miserables was, was the the, yes. the high school production I watched when I thought the girl was good looking. No but it turns way. Out she just sang on my own. Well, guys, <laughs> yeah. Les Miserables brings people together. That, Can we just a, talk about that's that? That's a song that the chick sings, and yes. it's such a sad song. On my own, pretending he's beside me. Wow, you actually have a really good voice. <laughs> All alone, guys. <laughs> I could do this all day. Beside me, and, and Dave darkness, is completely turned to the trees are full of starlight. That's a different song. No, when and all I see is him and me forever and forever. 
I okay, okay we'll we'll get there. It's like there's a lot, but then there's like the. I love that you've lived I for know. this moment. You're like someday Guys, I'm gonna be on a podcast and I'm gonna sing show toes. And this is kind of like ideal because it's just this microphone and I can just be here quietly with my voice. Yeah. <laughs> No, we're recording. This is actually broadcasting in the Starbucks right now. <laughs> that That's great? probably yeah. That would know your blowjob stories. This poor guy at the table just <laughs> yeah, walked exactly. away. He was like, "Enough of this." This is why I don't like to podcast um, at coffee shops because somebody's writing their like memoir, and we're like, "Yeah." And then what was the pussy like? And it becomes all weird. But this is like we're actually or near the great. Hi- I think it's great, but we're near the highway, so I think our sounds are kind of muffled out. Yeah, but if you're listening to this and you hear a background noise, Starbucks the, the in North Starbucks, Hollywood. The uh, Starbucks soundtrack is bigger. Is pretty much right above us. We yeah, have a we show. Got we have a show. Um, yeah, we have a show at, a, at the general store, which is a couple miles a mile away. Maybe after this episode's over, if the show goes well, I'll play a couple clips. Ooh, so that could be can, like, great. Be or thing. we could always play a couple clips from another show that went extremely well, and no one will know the difference. That's and true. we'll like bump up the laughter. It will, we'll do, yeah, we'll just keep those tracks. We'll, add a, we'll add a black laughter because they laugh harder. Oh wow! Yeah, Are we'll we? Add, we'll is this a racist podcast? No, but I think it's, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's a compliment to mm-hmm. them. It's, you know, anyway, yeah, well, it's a diss to white people. Get your laughter on. Black people not a laugh. Yeah, yeah I, I really don't. don't you make like, a black person laugh in the audience. You go yes. Yeah. White person laughs. You go eh, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, yeah it's whatever. Like a quiet, subdued, like. I hate the, when you see people in the audience like covering their mouth, like stop doing that. Yeah. You're muffling what I need. The that. best is when a, when a guy, that. if you make a black guy laugh, he goes, "Yo, that was stupid." <laughs> like that's <laughs> what you want to hear. That's Yo, it. man, you're stupid. <laughs> I'm like, thank you so much. Sarah. That is the highest praise. I'm pretty sure oh, that's what I was going for. Is absolutely. being stupid on stage. Anyway, so you're so you're you're uh, you're starting off in musical theater. I start, yeah, I got my start, uh, yeah, on, in the wings. I didn't know that, but now we're getting into theater. it. We never know where we're going to go on this. We're just going to get right into it. So musical theater. I, uh, yes, I did. I guess my real start was in improv. I did that in like from junior high through high school. Um, and so, yeah, improv, I, just, I did comedy sports at my high school, Flinders Sacred Heart Academy in La Cañada. Which is, wow. we, I still don't even know what that is. It is a high school. It's, no, but I, comedy sports, I know what high like schools are. It's like speech and drama team or something, right? Comedy sports, it's sort of, it's short form improv. So it's, it's sort of like Whose Line Is It Anyway, if you've seen that show. Oh, I love that. Yeah, where we both, there's two teams and they, we play these improv games and then the audience votes for who they like better. And I do this. Jeez, so you lose? You can lose. Fuck. Yep. It all matters a lot in That's what the I hate show. about like the competitive <laughs> stand-up shows when it's like a competition oh, and you yeah. lose and you go, oh great, I thought I had an okay set. Now I'm fourth <laughs> place. No, it's like a very it's it's very fun loving. That's cool though. Lose, losing. So, so yeah. that, that's what started your performance. <laughs> who pushed you into it? Uh, you know, I think this was something I actually enjoyed on my own and I didn't feel pushed. I felt a little bit pushed into like Girl Scouts and piano lessons. And then this was like, I love this. So yeah. is it more of a, would you say it's more of a tomboy thing, comedy sports? Because unfortunately, the improv no, game is No, my mom thought that men. though. No, right. Okay. So I went to an all girls Catholic school. That's, that was uh, the. That's where you fucked up first. Okay. That no, is where this, that's how I became this person. <laughs> that's why I'm like constantly, I'm still surprised when I receive sexist comments and like, you know, cause I'm actually, I've grown up in a, in these environments where I'm used to being respected regardless of my gender and you know like I, I grew up in a like an all girls catholic school yeah, then I in went the west, on I the west coast which on the is west a little coast. more inclusive I yeah. would say sure well, and I, I went in LA I mean there's some you know I, I know yeah I got you you didn't grow up in like rural Alabama right where I was like I gotta put on my 
my push-up bra, my lipstick to go to algebra. Mm. Got to do my comedy. Yeah, no. Yeah, it was great. I love doing improv with all women because, yeah, we played the guy characters all the time. There was no, and there wasn't this like, oh, I want to do this to make that person like me. I don't know. That just wasn't a factor. You didn't have the worrisome uh, cloud of impressing a guy. Right. Which now do you find... But did you have like more clicky stuff? Was that a thing? Honestly, I... Okay, that was probably a thing, but I was so oblivious to it. Like, I was very oblivious to that in high school. Like, I didn't really, I don't think, I didn't really belong to a clique. What was your I was archetype? a floater. My archetype. What would you have? I was the valedictorian of my high school. Oh. So I was like. Tosh was uh, second runner up. Ooh, runner ups. A salutatorian? No, second runner up. Third so place. No no <laughs> title for you. you no. Don't have which to, means the you're the one who like really talks to you. Yeah, but the valedictorian was a whore and she sucked the guy's dick and she got. Not true at all. The, oh, okay. Both of the people who beat me worked very hard at school. Well, yeah. That's a boring answer. But that's, that's hey, you know did. what? That's the reality. You always <laughs> had like, the chick who like, got valedictorian, but like there was like a genius who didn't get it. And well, it's, like, actually, I was the co-valedictorian because I, I technically had the highest GPA, but it was because... Um, so I had, I had gotten one A- in, in oh, high school. Oh, boy. Okay. What yes. class? Um, it was sophomore year, honors English, and Jeez. this woman just had it out for me. What type of English were we talking about? We're, what the, year? What, the English what was language. The, uh, it was... Uh, yeah, but was it like, uh, were you studying a certain time period, um, transcendentalism? You know, it wasn't even that interesting. It was really, like, I How'd think you we read How'd you get To Kill a Mockingbird. I don't know. She was really focused on, like, you know... Every like, once in a while, you get a teacher who just really doesn't like you. I had an art teacher that, like, didn't want... I. Okay, side note, sorry to stomp on your story, but... No, tell me. Um, I've studied art my whole life. I had private art lessons since the time I was in, like, first grade because I, in class, like, really loved art. And my teacher, like, came to my mom and was like, you got to get this girl an art lesson. So I was in art lessons my whole life. Then I decided... I never took art class at school besides, like, you know, the mandatory, which stops in fifth grade or whatever. And... Um, and I decided I wanted to take AP art and the school had set it up so that your prerequisites were that you had to have taken art one through four, which I didn't take, but I was trying to get the AP credit. Right. Right. And so like I went, like the teacher did not want to accept me, but I like got special approval from the administrators. Yeah, you to did. Take it. And so, and, but then she, she hated me the whole year. Do you know why? It's because yeah, I still got an A, but it was just like one of those things mm-hmm. where like, you know, because she didn't get her way she had it out for me you know why but she's a blocked creative and she probably saw so much potential in you and was like jealous and didn't want you to succeed well, you, have, you have to remember they're high school teachers yeah, which is a very noble thing if you can pull that off but you, you get a lot of people that like that's not what they wanted to do this or that's the most dangerous thing is a teacher who resents being a teacher you know it's great when a teacher a is like job. oh my god it's such a hard job and so if you don't have the passion behind teaching you know if you yeah. don't if you aren't passionate for your students for their success setting them up That's for having I, I their best be co- life and I being a be best a college self. professor give some banging 20 minute lecture and then have my TAs like do all the busy work I'm not great in papers, bro. That's not for me. Yeah, that's me. not what you're I'll, there I'll for. I'll be like the guy who's like, math is cool, <laughs> and like throwing, you know, fractions yeah. at people. I don't know. 
Put but anyway, so fire. So your English lines. teacher was just one of those. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to throw her under the bus, Mrs. Hayes. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Someone's forwarding this to her. <laughs> no, so ba- so the she ridiculous thing was probably. I shouldn't have had the highest GPA because uh, Evan Snyder, who I love, she's great. Uh, she had all A's. I had this A minus. She had all A's, but she had a lower GPA than me because she was taking zero period uh, music ensemble. Mm-hmm. So she was coming in every day at 7 a.m. to take this class and it wasn't weighted. So it was out of, instead of being an honors or AP class, which is weighted 5.0. This is yeah. so freaking nerdy. Ours is and the same. Was, you could yeah. get like max, if you took honors, you could get a max grade of 104%. Yeah. And if you took AP, you could get a max grade of 108%. And that was my thing too. I didn't take as many APs as I could because I was in show choir. That was my jam. Hell yeah. That was my jam. You, you sing gotta, too? No, is I don't this, sing. I dance. Listen, I, all I need to know is this. I got people are listening and they rely on me to dig for the Please investigative journalistic questions. Is it true? I, I knew girls at Bayview High School that was an all-girls school. We all th- said they were lesbians. There has to be a higher percentage of women-on-women uh, love happening at an all-girls school. You mean school. like experimentation, not yeah. necessarily that they were lesbians, just that they're having well, sexual experiences yeah. with I each other? I mean, is other? that a thing that people talked about? Was it happening? It's interesting because I think that for a couple of years, it, it, it was... I don't know. People seemed it, it wasn't like people were talking about it overtly when I was in school. Probably maybe like my senior year, it came out there was like a couple of girls, like there was like a couple in my class or the class above me or something like that. And so it was like, I think that there was definitely those, there were those undertones yeah. for a while, but then. Yeah, I mean, it makes it well, makes sense, right? What guys do you meet, though? Like, well, I did the plays at the all boys school down the street. Oh, so yeah, that's where because it's my a, yeah. Because when you're in high school, kids mm-hmm. will find any place to finger bang. They will mm-hmm. under the bleachers. You can You Gross. go under. You go. I wasn't on. doing any of that. I was. I'm just so saying somebody is. If you take a thousand yeah. kids in a high school, somebody's finger banging somebody. Yeah. Under a bleacher, right now. As you listen to this. Yeah, we could probably go find that. Maybe that should be where we record the podcast. Just like a high school. It is like the first week back at school. Like, I'm sure there's some sort of after school activity going on at one of these schools. There's like, I'm a a high schooler now. I'm ready to get finger banged. That's it. I'm going to take that quote out of context. We spoke with a high schooler today. She got finger banged. Um, So, when did you become aware? Of like, oh, like I like boys. They're not at my school. I need like you're already in the mix with them because you're oh doing my theater gosh. at their place. Yeah. So I, okay. The reason why I started doing theater at the all boys schools, they had a like they had a higher production value of their plays. But I also it's interesting because I felt like looking back, I kind of wish I'd done more plays at my school because they really liked me at my school. Like when I did plays at my school, I got lead roles and I was having, you know, it was like really fun and good. Um, but I kind of had it in my mind, like just cause they had a better production value and I had some friends who were doing it down there. Like I, yeah, I wanted to do the, the St. Francis plays. Like that was my So thing. then you find Which, a guy. So that was your next step up. That was my next step up. But then I kind of fell into this trap of, like really enjoying the male attention, which I had never really gotten before. Well, it's your first experience with it. Oh yeah, for sure. Like that was, and I think that that really kind of set me back creatively, which I mean, not setting me back, but you know what I mean? Like this is something I really enjoy doing. I love performing. I love whatever. And here I am. It's like, oh wait, this boy thinks I'm cute. (laughs) A senior likes me. And then, you know, it it would be like, 
I was then one of the bad kids, like, talking in the wings. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, you're talking to the boys. Yeah. Um, not that I was a bad kid, but that was, like, my... I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you're, and you, you're, you're making out with a... Uh, uh, you're having a showmance. You, you get a showmance. You get the showmances, that's for a, sure. But that's standard. I mean, I was in band. Same as theater. Mm. And I wasn't really... I wasn't really a band. I was... I was I felt like I was too cool. Would you for play the girls saxophone? Come on, of course. course. Ooh, saxophone. Of course. We lost you Tasha for a second. She just yeah, drifted I, off. Yeah, I did. I zoned I out for a minute. Eyes. I don't know where I, I went. I can just see that. <laughs> I can. I can. I'm so connected to her. I can feel when she's not here. We she got her left. back with the sax. She went though. to like a muffin factory or something. I could see you daydreaming about carbohydrates. Yeah, probably. <laughs> anyway, we're back. Here. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys are going on a modeling cruise soon, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I wasn't telling the podcast, but thank you for. Oh, you're welcome. How many minutes is this? You can bleep it out. No, no, no. We're actually not going on a boat, but we are. We are working yeah, uh, we have uh, a internationally, job. and so we're trying to lose weight. And fuck, it is not easy. We went to In-N-Out today. So I got, I got the whole hamburger with the lettuce again, third time this week, which I'm sure. That's, that probably, that's why you didn't want it. See, I haven't had In-N-Out for months. And so, yeah. like, as soon oh. as that thought popped into my head and it was like end of my shoot today and I was so hungry and I was just ready to eat and I wanted something that I could, like, get immediately, not like go to a restaurant and wait for whatever. And he was like, no, let's go get salads somewhere. And I was like, I'm, that's don't exactly even how talk sound, to me. By the way. Now that you're losing weight, salad. you do sound like that. <laughs> yeah. No, I wanted yeah. to go to. Buffalo Wild Wings. Which I'm, is like the worst. That's not salad. Or, right? or Hooters. That's, I'm into like either Applebee's. Way, it I, doesn't, want, I want like middle American uh, weight staff that is like, But that's so much temptation. We know exactly what we're going to get at In-N-Out. We're going to get burgers and lettuce. Yes. Right? And that's like the healthiest, you know, that's a healthy fast food option. Sort sure. of. Yeah. But going to Buffalo Wild Wings, I can't stop myself from getting like jalapeno mac and cheese. I can't stop myself from yes. getting fried pickles. There's no way I'm going to be able to like manage my cravings. Well, so of course we met halfway and did what she wanted to do. <laughs> that's pretty much how. That's, that's how relationships work. You voice what you would like to do. She mm-hmm. tells you why that ain't going to fly. And then you agree with her. She was a monster. So real quick, <laughs> real quick. I mean, a monster. So much of a monster. She even apologized. I did. After I apologize after we got When you're hungry, it's a free pass. It's so. like, no, it really, really something. Maybe I feel it more severely than other people, but I really Monster. do turn into a huge bitch. But, but it's not like on purpose. Like, it's like I can't even control myself. Like I get like the shakes and I get mad at everyone in the parking lot. And oh, I just like. I, Katie, <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. I'm, She's a monster. <laughs> and she goes, you know how you get when you're that hungry? And I go, no. Well, you don't no. let yourself get that hungry then. Yeah, don't. that's why you saw me I last know. night. I've got my snacks. You've got <laughs> yeah. yourself. I'm telling if you, you I get stranded without your snacks, that is a I dangerous will throw all place to at be. This bitch's face <laughs> to keep her from growling at me. Oh my god! I mean, just puree something. Just I'll rip some spinach <laughs> off a tree. Just uh, so it was bad. But then she she apologized once the food settled down and she wow. realized she was. In the it wrong. sounds like you're not holding a grudge at all. Not at all. No. I just wanted the whole public world to know that <laughs> this is what I'm dealing with and. And I didn't. Uh, I didn't fight it. I didn't fight uh, her sword. I didn't bring a sword to her sword fight. I just. I put up a shield. I you handled myself. it very nicely, I babe. snuck some. Pe- uh, you know, wow. I got her. Fed. And I'm Let's sure that there are a lot of listeners yeah. that can relate to this because I know I'm not the only one. I'm, no. There's well, what no Tasha way. hates is if she says she's hungry and I don't immediately yelp the closest options. No, no, I wasn't even interested in the yelp today. I just wanted to get to the closest in and out, which I knew was right down the street. Anyway, are so you okay with the sun in your face? By the way, I told you the sun yeah, was going to no, hit. Feels Dude, yeah, I brought out hitting. my compass to make sure that sun wouldn't get in the way. But True West is right there, so it might hit you. 
It's cool. I feel problem? no, no, no. I we feel can, uh, what, we can do a little round robin in a minute, so we can all get an equal tan yeah. as we podcast. Oh, this is nice. Yeah, maybe I'll do back to the sun. Oh, there you go. I'm now sitting okay, next now to Tasha. Got, now it's two on one. Okay, Sound Katie effect. and Tasha. So <laughs> for those listening, pop an Adderall because we're gonna be all over the place because we're uh, we're doing coffees. So, uh, <laughs> we're doing that so, cold brew. That so, good shit. Uh, I don't understand why they have cold brew as an option. If cold brew is better. Serve nothing but cold brew. brew. I don't want to know that there's nitrate this and off the tap that. Give me your best Starbucks. Yeah, it sucks. Anyway, so you went to an all-girls school. (laughs) Misinformation. I did, yes. And then from there, you go to USC, which is probably one of the best party schools in the world. It is a good, yeah, they they do have a lot of partying. Were you a big partier? um, Not really, but I didn't drink at all in high school, so I did start my party in college. I started that. When did you have your first drink? Um, the summer after graduating. What was it? It was my first actual drink that I remember intentionally drinking. Not that I un- unintentionally drank anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I was like, I'm going to have a drink. It was a Heineken. Like, what? <laughs> like a Heineken in a bottle. It was even a you small pr- bottle. That's a good beer. Well, I you love probably a didn't know about cheap beer yet. I didn't. I had no when you're idea. New to drinking, you're like, I'll get the cheapest shit I can find. Coors Light. And it's like, bro, there are some cheaper options than that. There like, is. I've gone oh to the basement God. of the worst, like Jenny Light. Key, like a good $10, 30 rack. Like a natty. Like natty, a natty. Natty would have been a good thing in my fraternity. That would be like, Ooh, oh, you have natty. What like, fraternity nice. were you in? Lambda Chi Alpha. Oh, okay. And, I don't um, know if we had that. We'd always have, we'd get, yeah, we'd we have a party. <laughs> so we'd get 10 to 12, 30 racks. We'd put them all in like a big, big, like a uh, waste bucket thing. And we'd add ice and all that water and get it all ice cold. So the bottom 10 racks would be Jenny Light, which was like nine ninety five or 30 rack. And then the top level would be Keystone Light, okay. which was like, I don't nicer. even know what a Jenny Light is. Yeah, hey, I've never heard of Jenny's that. Jenny's from New York. Jenny's, Jenny's from the block. We've heard of Genesee. Oh, probably. Genesee. Rap songs have probably talked about yes. it. Genesee. Jenny Light is, it's, 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 it's dirt. It's just dirt. It's just, okay. And, I, uh, I hear you. But anyway, so the top layer is Keystone Light. So everyone's like, oh, great. You got Keystones for this party. It's going to be awesome. Oh, and man. And by their third drink, they're like, ah, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, fuck it. Just drink it. Smart. That's anyway, really so, smart. You guys are. So you had a Heine. I had a Heine. Just one or did just, it hit you? Just one, uh, and it didn't really hit me. I didn't get hit by a drink until I went to... So the summer after uh, my senior year, I went to France. I went to Paris Ooh. with my, my friend, and it was very fun and that's where I was like okay I'll drink here but like there were all there were like all these nights where I was like trying to drink and then I just didn't really feel anything I was like okay well I drank and then we went to this one bar we met up with these um, these locals from it was in Belgium okay and they were like because in Belgium's a cool city or a, a cool country yeah. we were in Brussels Brussels okay, is a cool nice, city yeah. uh, because there's a lot of people from they're just from all over it's kind Europe. Kind of the capital really. of the European Union. So that's, yeah, it you isn't just kind of it is, yeah. and it is kind cool. Of it is. <laughs> Vaguely, it's the capital. It's yeah. the center of Vaguely, the there's a lot. And, and Belgians of speak uh, Flemish, expats. French, English, German. Yes. Yeah. So we met this group of expats, and it was like we. This was our scandalous night. You know, we were like we met them one night, and we made plans for another night. And it's you and a friend. Me and a friend. And your parents trusted you. Two guys? girls. They trusted us. Okay. I you don't were know there why. by yourself. You didn't have any parents no with you. No shaps. Wow. No shaps. Cali girls. Cali uh, all-girls school ladies. You know, wow. like, were you afraid to drink because of Catholic guilt? Did that hit you? Uh, that Okay, there, there's no way to separate Catholic guilt from any other experience in my life. You I know, it hits every single time any, anything. Guilt. 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 Sex. 
drinking, guilt, guilt masturbating, guilt. yeah, and eat, not it's going like, to church on Sundays. Do you still have that masturbating guilt? No, just but I did. Yeah, who sex didn't? guilt, drinking guilt. I had no. I had masturbating guilt from the time I was three. I didn't know. <laughs> you know when you're like, I don't know if this uh, is your experience, but I would just like hump a pig, piggy bank in front of the TV <laughs> as like a three year old. I didn't know what I've I was read, doing. I've read a lot about this actually because women obviously it's a little different than guys because like guys have to like fuck a couch. You know what I mean? Like we've got like oh, a yeah. weird. I would also hump the like couch, like the the couch <laughs> side. Like, the yeah, but that everyone. Uh, this is why we don't. Guy. This is why we don't do uh, podcasts at Starbucks, folks. No. The Starbucks just got a negative. Sometimes review. you can't open up. I in think public, honestly, the Starbucks is going to the next level. I always <laughs> talk about how many weirdos there are at Starbucks. It's you, Katie. It's me, guys. No, I know uh, couches. I know. I know girls. That, I knew girl, a girl who said when she was like six, she would wear like a. Overalls, so she could finger herself in school. Oh wow! Kids are Genius. like they don't know. They like you. you they learn just know. What you Before learn. you know what it is, you're just like, oh, this is kind of. You're fun. exploring your like body. You, yeah. It's kind of like a I, natural I've progression. This, I've said this before, so for people listening, I we they gave us free um, deodorant when we were like in third grade. They were like, they'd be like, oh, you can hit puberty. Here's a little. It was like a sample that like Old Spice would <laughs> hand out. This is gonna save you. So I was like this old, old, old Spice, and like I didn't know how to masturbate, but like I, I rub. I rubbed the Old Spice deodorant on my dick. <laughs> oh, my God. And it was, like, tingly. You're like, ooh. Yeah, that's like... I was the best-smelling uh, <laughs> penis uh, <laughs> virgin in the world. I like, didn't know, but you don't know. You don't know. And you now, don't know now I could Google it, it, but, like, I'd have, like, a cousin also tell me, like, like, dude, this is what gonna you are going to go do. through puberty. Here's a stick of deodorant. Yeah. You're like, I know puberty it's has so to do with my penis. Yeah, so might as well try it association. I'm just yeah. trying anything. I'm like, oh, well, this might feel fine. It's like a peppermint tingle. But, like, you know, with the Catholic... With Catholics, they don't teach how to what, what it's all about. You have to like no, literally. But I will research. give credit to my parents because my mom, my mom would be like, "Oh, you, Katie, you can do that in your room." So I like knew really. Oh. Yeah, she would say wow, that to that's me. That's such a very liberal attitude. I know it's surprising, right? She wasn't trying to shame me, but at the same time, I was like, I should feel some shame about this because I can't do it in the living room. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it was like <laughs> you're not allowed to do it when company's over. No, I, could. I was like, mm, this that is should be the name of your first album, your stand-up album, Hump, Humping a Piggy Bank. <laughs> it was a Bob's Big Boy. Pig Piggy bank, you know oh, Bob's wow. big boy. Yes, so yeah. You, he's it got a, like, the handful of. He's got a handful ham- of whatever. Or something. It was really more about his like his shoes. They were like. <laughs> Look, I'm not judging We're going to get online and have to pull up, like, pull an, up an image, image of make Bob's no, Big I'm Boy. I'm going to do an Amazon wish list for Katie here. We're going to get Bob's Big <laughs> oh, Boy. God. Do you want the porcelain version or the which No, one? the hard plastic. Oh, hard plastic. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, hard plastic. I know exactly what I want. Tosh, what about you? I mean, is there... You, you, you obviously kind of flick the bean. You just figure it out. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I, I remember getting some, like, conflicting information from, like, um, like a classmate and then, like, um, my babysitter's daughter. Just like, you know, like, uh, you know, they sort of explained what they thought they knew about sex, which was not right. But I, I don't know. So I, I remember getting like ideas of, about like what was it was about when I was younger, but then I was just like, I don't get this. And, um, then when I was like about middle school age, then I started masturbating a lot. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. I was into it. What was the go-to And go-to one of my one of my guy classmates had said like you have to you have to masturbate because 
if you don't, you won't be able to last long, right? Oh, right. About that's like a, guys. That's a guy that's a thing. But I like took that same thing and I was like, oh, okay, I guess I have to do this. Like, like I need to practice. No. I remember in middle school, I kind of knew that what I did was master. I didn't really know what that what I was doing was masturbating. And then when we started talking about masturbating, I remember pretending like I didn't know what it was. <laughs> yeah. And we were all like all of my friends pretended like we didn't know. And a you couple of them the didn't know, but I then box, <laughs> big boy stuffy to yeah, show and tell. Like, Guys, I've got this. Yeah, I was like, do you? Does this His look like anything? His are to worn you? off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like why is that one shoe white, the other one's black? Yeah, it's like yeah, I just. I mean, I, I I've said it before, but like um, <laughs> I was watching Seinfeld when the when the deodorant thing happened, and uh, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so passive about it. Yeah, the deodorant thing happened. Thin you know, like your dick with deodorant, and uh, the, <laughs> yeah. the gel kind, folks. The gel kind. Either way, the gel. What I'm saying is, it was. What's her Elaine? Elaine, I was like Elaine's cute. She's cute. She was maybe I was attracted to like um. Is she Jew? What is she? I don't know. I think she was playing a Jewish lady. I don't know. Either way, yeah. New Yorkers. And yeah, like a neurotic. Yeah, New Yorker woman. So anyway, so you go from uh, figuring things out on your own. You kind of had to figure it out, but now you're at now you're in yeah. Brussels. You got a girlfriend. You're obviously past that stage of a hump in a big big boys big bobs. So you've got bobs, your big, big night out with the expats. The oh yeah, and we and I remember I had a big. It was just a big beer, and I was convinced that alcohol didn't work on me. You know, I was like, yeah. I've tried this many times, and I've, I've never a felt. <laughs> I've had a Heineken. I've had, and so I remember being <laughs> shocked. I had one beer, but of course, you know, in in Brussels, Strong. you order a beer. It's like it's the size it of a capital uh-huh. of beer, and it's probably it's, a nice beer. It's a nice. This wasn't a nice beer, but it was a big a beer. Boy, yeah. It was a big one in a stein. It was it was whatever they. They're strong, strong beers. They were strong. Yeah, yeah. they don't fuck around their beers. I know. In Europe, they really know how to. Especially do Especially in Belgium. Alcohol. I mean, like I got a friend from Bruges. Yeah. I mean, they, they know how to serve beer. Oh, they yeah. know how to yeah, tilt it right, get that head nice and thick. They like head in beer. They oh, do. Yeah. And in other ways. And they like head. <laughs> they like blowjobs. So speaking of, um, so so you get you just get drunk. I got drunk. We went back to this one person's house, which was like so, so dangerous. So dangerous. We were staying with my friend's cousin who lived in Brussels, which was great. But uh, she was chill with us just being out and about. Uh, and we ended up like spending, we spent the night there. I mean, and yeah, and I kind of hooked up with this one British guy. But uh, by kind, kind of, of hooked up. I'll tell you, I was like, you can't, I'm not taking off my pants. <laughs> I was like, that's my boundary, which is true. Like I had never, I'd never like even, I had had a boyfriend, but I was, we were broken up. Um, but that's good though, that you knew going in where, where your boundaries I, yeah, were. Yeah. Oh, totally. And at a certain point in this hookup, he like undid my pants with his mouth. Whoa. Yeah, I remember. Fancy. And then and I was like, that was cool, but that's no. That's why the British... <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> like, shut good down. Try, good but try, but I was like, very cool That's why cool their teeth chick. are so fucked up. That's why their teeth are so... Undoing so buttons <laughs> with their two front teeth. Yeah, I was like, so maybe... how did you do that there, uh, Seducing an American. So, so <laughs> did not I mean, was work. that the highlight of your trip, or...? That was... I mean, I would say that that was the drunkest I got. We were talking about alcohol, yeah. and that was well, the drunkest the shame, I got. Not the shame, but, like, when did... Did you ever get to, like, a sex-positive place where you're like, oh, geez, like, in college, I'd like, oh, everyone's fucking. Or, like, was there, was there a moment where you were, yeah, like, not I think, judged? Well, I decided to... I get, Okay, here's what I realized. Because I had a boyfriend, a serious boyfriend in high school, and we actually tried dating again in college, which is never a good idea. No, it doesn't it's work. It's never Tasha a good idea. Did I did that, too. Yeah. I did, my high school boyfriend, we dated after college. Um, and what, why? 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 
I mean, because you had to, because you couldn't just take everyone's word for it. You it's had to find risk. out for it's yourself. It's a low yeah. risk situation. It is. And I think part be, of me was yeah. like kind of ready to maybe move forward sexually. And I was like, it's safe to do that with this person. So you didn't yeah. have but her. I didn't because he he wanted to wait till we were married to have sex. Uh, you know what I mean? So it was one of those situations. Even in college? Even in college. Which is kind of nice though, because you probably weren't in a rush in high school. Exactly. No, I wasn't so like in a no rush. Pressure. And I was like, I'm going to wait till I'm in college too. Or not in college. I'm going to wait till I'm married also. Um, and yeah, so it was actually nice. So how it was far this did nice, you like, get? So you weren't even. We you were, were just like we were dry humping, uh, jizzing in his pants in high school. That's nice. like what was happening. Dude, so many guys have jizzed in their pants. In so high many guys in, in after high school, but I mean, it happens. It does. The movie Showgirls. She gives the guy a lap dance and makes him come in his pants. Really? That's why guys wear why like uh, sweatpants, no underwear to this strip club. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> god! <laughs> you That's see a guy, so no, see a guy in elastic sweatpants at night? Probably just giving him a strip club. Yeah. Weird. Anyway, so I'm don't, just thinking don't say about that's weird. We're humping Bob's big boy. <laughs> yeah, guys. <laughs> Let's not shame me. But, you know. <laughs> so so um, you're so in college, you're kind of like, oh. I guess what happened. Like, what, like how long did you, real quick, how long was the break from high school to college? Did you see guys in between? Obviously the yeah. British guy. There was, yes. So, so there, was, there was the British guy. Did you guy. go to college together? We did not go to college together. But close enough? Uh, yeah, he went to UCLA. I went to USC. Oh, so we okay. were rivals. So you met in Korea. Cross town, yeah. yeah nice. Cross town. So, um, so at um, what point were you like, ah, oh, this isn't gonna work? Or, or with him the second time, or yeah, with the him? Time. Yeah, it was like one of those relationships where I, yeah, we should, we were just not right for each other. My mom always says this. She's always like, just remember, like, if I was ever upset about something, she's like, Katie, just remember, these are the good times. You know, she's like, if you get married, if you marry this person, like you're going to have so many more hardships in your life. You're going to look back on this as like your first couple years of dating as like, these were, those were the best times. And it's like, oh my God, if I'm coming home crying every night, cause yeah. I don't feel good enough for this person. Like maybe this is not meant totally to be wrong. Yeah. yeah. So guess, it's, yeah, it's one she, of those things like before you've had a lot of experiences and relationships, you're just like, maybe this is what love is. You know, I don't Romeo know. And Juliet. It's always life or death when you're at that oh age. Oh my gosh. Like, oh, I'll absolutely. never get over this in a week later. No one know. else will ever love me. I don't know if I'm like ever, I don't know, yeah. going to find this again. I would so never, I this? never felt like no one else would ever love me, but I always felt like, why am I not good enough? Cause I actually did have high, I think I did have a high self-worth probably more than I should have had. But I think really, that when probably. you're that age, like really your priority is about belonging. That's why you care so much about your clothes oh, yeah. and you care so much about like your click and, and like you're, you're trying to conform. You're not trying to figure out who you are. Like really, like I feel like in middle school, high school, the number one thing is like fitting in and getting by doing I the status quo, doing that. the normal thing. I always mm. got it through sports and then I was in a fraternity and sports. So I always, so I never wanted, belonging. I never dated a girl. I never dated a girl in college. I wasn't really ever heartbroken. Mm-hmm. I was just busy, really busy. So there was times that like you'd be upset, like if uh, if 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 you were, had a crush on someone and they didn't like you back. But like, it's just college for me was like there were these other options. So it wasn't until after college when you get in, you know, get into work and doing things where you spend a little more time alone, and that's when I would get clingy and it might not go well. But like oh. because you didn't have football to take up your time anymore. Yeah. 
Because then have men drowning me in puddles. <laughs> Coaches <laughs> literally just beating us up. Yeah, we were, we were literally too tired. We had goals. And that's important in life to have to. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I had to remember that. I'd be like, oh, shit. I used to actually have a lot of goals. And then now, like, in the last eight years, it's like we have, like, such random uh, sources of income. So, like, all of a sudden, I don't have much money. And I'm like, oh, geez, I, I don't have buying power to literally. I'm not proud of myself. And then girls don't like me. And it all kind of, you have to really. Oh, it's so, like, there's so many. Yeah, like, the momentum can either build or really tank you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's like either everything's going well and it's all contributing to this like positive narrative that you're feeling about your life or it's like oh this is all evidence that I am worthless but that's the basic (laughs) saying of like I need to work on myself it's like that's what you need to really do oh yeah and and you're just gonna meet a piece of shit until you're at a place where you're like rocking it you go into your job yeah and you feel like you're your best self my life is amazing and like I don't I need to decide if you're worth entering into this yes yes so where are you right now i am getting i'm getting my life amazing is where i'm at it sounds like your life is pretty amazing already you're on a tour it feels great you're you're traveling the country (laughs) you're uh you had a great set last night you're doing nice long stand-up comedy yeah the long stuff is new you had a great set last night you come off stage and you go i just don't know about this (laughs) and i was like tasha i was like tasha look at that Look at that. That's Look what it's like to be a comedian. That is what I do it's the like. same thing. I get off stage and I'm all amped because I did well, but I'm also like, fuck, I didn't do the good stuff. You were like, like I could have been better. crushed. It I'm was <laughs> interesting watching you two talk it out, though, because normally I'm just like on the receiving end. Touch and you're it. like, like you're the deflecting fine. end of like that just ramble. Like before, just thinking of muffin factories but yeah. and, <laughs> and nail burgers. But yeah. I could tell her eyes But just listening to over. you two like bounce it back and forth, like, oh, this bit, blah, 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 and just like all the business, like, Vomit, well, but you have to get to out. It. Yeah, yeah, but it's is. also smart. Like you are, you are about you're you're at a high level. You just got off stage. So you have this rush. You don't know if you did good or bad. You have no. Yeah, you know it's, you it's did good, but you're also like, it's a self sabotage thing in a way. Well, I think oh, it's yeah. a, it's smart to evaluate. Where but it's also at. it's also smart to get off and feel that good, and it takes work. It takes work. I'm with you. Yeah. I've had good sets, and I'm like, that's ah, not the way I wanted it to go. But people are like, you fucking killed. Yeah, but maybe not the bit I wanted to. And you just like, and you have to realize I had a good There's set. Always going to be, be that. grateful for that good, and then, but like that's that critical thing that we have that keeps us moving forward. We have it with stand up. People have it with different forms of art. Uh, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is that makes you like want to be better. But you have to, you know, you have to remember to pat yourself on the back. It's so true. And I, it's funny. I like, I definitely, I thought about this so much after the show last night. Cause also, okay, this show was like my first one that I'm doing in LA. We're doing 10 shows in LA. That was the first one. And there were like 40 of my close family members and I former met your coworkers. Uncle. I met your uncle last night. You met my uncle. What's his name? Uncle Phil. Was it short kind of ball guy? Yeah, yeah that's Phil? also the same as my Uncle dad. Phil? My dad is Uncle Phil. My dad, Bruno. Like, Daddy. Bruno. Like, all I can think of is Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But oh, you, yeah, he's my Uncle Phil. Yours he's, is white. Mine's white. But he was a nice guy. He was, like, oh, so, he's he was like so enamored by the fact that we do stand-up. He was like, this is great. You guys are working so hard. And to us, it's like, <laughs> no, we suck. We're but like, him, we hate like, ourselves. But to him, it's like this, like, you're, you guys are young and you're pursuing your creative thing. And it's like, oh, it's good to remember that other people are, it's like projecting, but a good thing. They're like they're like really proud of the fact that we're that you're brave enough to like chase your dreams. Yeah. And, and I when it. someone when somebody gives me the compliment, this is so fucked up. But it's like when somebody says like, oh my gosh, you're so brave. I'm usually just like, oh god, you only th- you think I'm brave, but I'm not funny. You know, it's like <laughs> I'm not trying to be yeah. brave. Keep working at it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or if somebody's <laughs> and that's not what they're saying, but I, that's I know what you're, that that's how I but interpret. But that's a self sabotage oh, thing. Yeah, I and know. I'm not, it totally I do it too. Is. But like, yeah. do you do? do 
do you do that in relationships? Like if, if a guy likes you, is it the wrong guy? Do you want another guy to like oh you? Oh my God. Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. Like it, nothing is more unattractive to me than a man who likes, likes you. Me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that it was like, I would be, <laughs> I think you're a great person and I'd like to date you. I'm like, you can leave now. So like the second Boston <laughs> boy like started texting you back, you stopped humping him. That's what it is. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm like, animal. oh, I don't want, yeah, I don't I'm want go your, fuck Carl's Jr. this now. was, yeah, this was crazy. Uh, well, recently a, a guy who I, who I like, we have, we, I like him and we're friends. We're like good friends, but we definitely had, like, we had, there were like, there were sparks, there were things happening. And this is like, and this is really recent actually, but he <laughs> came and like visited me in New York. He was in town and he was over when there was this crazy, like we couldn't get out of my apartment. My roommate and I were like, oh my God, the door, like the deadbolt was locked. So we were locked in my apartment. It was broken. It wouldn't turn. And so we had, there was this kind of crisis. My roommate and I both had to go to work. It was like, basically long story short, my, my super ended up coming and like helped us get out. But this guy, he stayed, took care of everything. When me and my roommate got finally got out, got to go to work, he stayed. He like made sure it like they fixed it, but then they didn't fix it good enough. So he made it them fix it better. And then he went and made copies of the new keys and also bought us toilet wow. paper because we were out oh of toilet God. paper. Oh, and then he sends over. me a text. No, that's He's a gentleman. Toilet paper? Oh Unless my God. He had to take that's a called shit. taking well, care of you. We literally didn't have any toilet. Like it was necessary. Okay. But <laughs> but he did that. And then he he sends me a text saying like, wow, you really handled that so well. It was like, <laughs> he was like, that was a hard situation so to deal with. So did you stop liking him then? Well, it was basically like, no, like he was like, you did that so well. I was like, no, that was not hard at all. Like that was an unavoidable, like freak situation that I can handle no problem. What is really hard for me to handle is the fact that you like me this much. Yeah, and like that you're, you're willing to do this. My- yeah, exactly. The fact that you're yeah. willing to help me out with this like It's normal, trauma. but why? What is that? What is it? Why, why do girls a lot of times stop liking a guy when they know he likes them? It's the same it, thing as like validation? when no. this happens to me, like when you, you quote someone a price for a job, like, you know, we're self-employed, we're freelance, right? So when someone asks if we can do a job, we're like, oh, okay, well, the rate is this. And when they're immediately like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. You're like, shit, I should have asked for more money, right? It's the same thing. Like you gave it up too easy. Yeah. It's like where it's like, there's not the... That's interesting. It's like, like it's too it's too easy. That's an int- yeah, that's I haven't thought about it. I think it like in a relationship that. it's good to know that the person who likes you could get with other people. I think that you know what I mean? Like so say this guy mm. likes you. Now you know he likes you, but what if what if you found out that like all the girls like him? Yeah, then that makes him super attractive. Maybe. Yeah. So it's about being desirable amongst others and being valuable in the tribe. Not mm-hmm. just to you, but a valuable member of the tribe. That yeah. way it's like not only does he like me, but Oh my gosh, he's actually desirable. Other people like him. He must be a catch. I must like him back. Interesting. And I think as you get older, it's harder to see that about somebody. I was sort of thinking about this the other day. Like, you know, I always valued like a smart guy. Like a smart guy. Funny is mm-hmm. also important, babe. Yeah, well. But like, <laughs> you have to be smart to be funny. I think. But you know, that's just so. one of those like traits that is yeah. desirable to me. And when you get older and you're meeting people like out in public, you're not in the school setting anymore. I don't know if you're actually smart. I mean, I, right. can, I guess you, you could, could tell if you're like really dumb. But like, <laughs> you gotta keep are like, you some, like, logic puzzles in your back pocket. Right? Like, let's do these together. I would want to date an A student. What if you're like a B or a C that like you know is getting along just fine and. Life. Yeah, but that's like, you, like, that's you thinking that that's what's smart. 
versus like somebody who's just smart with right, life and their right, money and their right. ambition. I'm just saying my that it's the same thing. My smarts are more thing. like my my drive than I would say my SAT it's scores. It's kind of like the whole like yeah. If you're you like, you could be a 1600 perfect SAT scores and just be a piece of shit loser. But the point, no the real point, is that you don't have when you're like on your own in real world settings. You no longer have that sort of like babied environment like you get in school where you get like the um. You're looking for status. Like the approval of the whole. Like if mm. I just meet you at a bar in Los Angeles, I don't know if you you have a lot of friends who think you're cool. I don't yeah. know if my friends think you're cool. We, like we don't have that. You go to school. Oh, USC. Yeah. What did you study? Oh, but also those are so like it's so. This is such an interesting question because that those are all like external markers, you know. Yeah. And I think it's a product of like not trusting our intuition, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I like I need the validation of like my friends approving of this guy or something like that. Yeah. Or like I need Or maybe that helps you to be satisfied in your own gut yeah. instinct. Like maybe your gut instinct is, oh I really like this guy, but like you almost want like like somebody else affirming that that's the thing. Right. So have you had times when your intuition was to go after someone and your friends were like, oh no, you're gonna go after him? Like have you ever gone against the grain with that? Or is it just like you like who you like? Yeah. Am I overthinking it? No, I'm trying to think about a time. Here's the thing is like, well, when I broke up with my ex-ex-boyfriend, everyone was like, we're so happy. <laughs> and I was like, you never said anything about this. You know what yeah, I mean? Why like, didn't you tell me before? Why you could have saved me six months of my life. Yeah, but it's like, they're like, well, you're really stubborn, Katie, and you probably <laughs> would have just <laughs> excommunicated us. But, you know, who knows what would People have actually happened. People get their happened, head on that they're, they're into somebody. Like maybe, mm -hmm. I don't, I, and, and they can't see what's right for them. And I had this instance, I mean, eighth grade, eighth grade, go a DC field trip and um, there was a girl Liz and everyone was setting her up with James they had decided Liz is going to get set up with James mm. and that was going to happen and everyone was excited and they were all going around and it was a thing we're staying at a hotel we're going on boat rides this and that well Liz got partnered to sit next to me and we hit it off real well and she oh, and everyone shit. was like no you're with James now and so Liz Liz started dating James and I and I had a crush on her, but I was also friends with her, so I didn't really know what that was. But mm -hmm. I, re I, I really believe that she liked me. Yeah. And and it was just one of those things. But where she like, had to do like what the group said. Yeah. And I was kind of like, so much I pressure. was coming off of a chubby year. Like I had, it was, um, it was the spring of eighth grade. I just grew a foot. So like I just kind of started becoming uh, like. Oh, that a, puberty hit. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. really does hit, and it's like literally. All that deodorant dick. Yeah. Really <laughs> <got>. <laughs> the testosterone really yeah. fueled. Elaine made me a man. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, anyway, it's just like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes, it, But like as an adult, I think you go to a bar, you go, oh, I like that. It's a little easier than having the clicky social things. Like in college, yeah. what was your click? Were you, what were you doing? Who oh were God. you with? Were you in a sorority? What were you doing? Like, well, I was the president of residential student government. Uh, that's the episode. <laughs> we're out of time. I'm <laughs> show oh, no. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. Yeah. Uh, that's. Um, so what does that entail? Oh, geez. You know, it was fun. I uh, I love that you waited 45 minutes to bring that part out. That you're yeah, president the, of student, student government. Was, it was it was student government for the residential community. Why so, did you have to be perfect? You valedictorian. Jesus Christ. I'm not blaming I, you. No, but I know. There is a trend I, here. There is a trend here. This hey, is who I, was I am. Banned, I was banned president. This is why I felt like team. I had a shitty set last night, you know, because I'm like, but it's almost it had more to be interesting because you didn't like just become a doctor and work with like doctors without borders. Like, you know, you decided to become a stand up. So right. like, but well, I'm also, a, I'm also a licensed and 
semi-practicing occupational therapist. Okay, so so that was my. It was like you my did parents your perfect stuff first, and then like, you did for yeah, fun. Yeah, they were like, "You got to get a backup plan." So I was like, "Okay, I'll get a master's degree." Here we go. And then <laughs> did you get a master's? I did get a master's Where? at USC. I did a five-year oh, wow. master's program, so I got Jeez. to. Um, so you're broke. So, you're so I'm broke. <laughs> no, I'm well, no so you're, fi- you're doing fine. Uh, uh, so, but it's you. You've. I mean, you've wanted to well, help people. You wanted yeah, to. Yeah. La- well, la- and yeah. Thankfully, OT is actually something that now can serve as my backup plan. Because at first, out of college, I was like working full time and doing comedy. I was doing improv and like a little bit of stand up. Why do you I, need a backup plan? Well, exactly. Because th- this is my life. Isn't my whole life is not trusting myself. Yeah, exactly. I always tell people plan B is work harder towards plan A. Well, that's exactly right. But that's not my experience. Well, that's parents though saying you need a backup plan. Exactly. Which is, and like, I like, like they, they, you, have well, to, you have to apply to a safe school. And I get that. Like you don't just out kick your coverage. Like you can't all, no one, not everyone gets into Harvard. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah. like you backup plan it's you're telling me i'm not going to be good enough to do what i want right well and and i'm and that's exactly the message i mean and and i'm i'm not saying this as like i'm bitter about having received this message but that's just that is the message of that, that generation I, of that, that generation. i got yeah it was a lot of fear i think it was like when i was like i want to be an actor when i grow up you know it's like well you got to get a backup plan first because of that like what if you don't succeed? Yeah. You know, and that but what is, is I, I think well, it's like, I would appreciate my parents doing that. I don't know. I think it's. It's out of care. Well, and, and, yeah, and so there is love. an upside is that you'll never be in a position of desperation. Right. Like it's almost like it enables you to be able to pursue your dreams harder because, mm-hmm. you know, you have a backup plan. That's it's like true. It, it's your. Yeah. I don't know, your safety a, blanket weird, that gives you the courage yeah. to be able to go out and I, I don't have to. Term. I think it's a weird term. I think it's not exactly what, like, plan, it shouldn't be called plan B. It should be like a, a, it's a like, additional skill set. It's like my side yeah. plan. It's it's more like, yeah, it's kind of like the sidecar to my, my motorcycle of dreams. You know, like, we are not, we, we have it. It will be there. We can, like, be, you know, sometimes it's like, let's hang out more in the sidecar if we need to. But it, it's true, like, when people are like, well, how long are you going to give it until you give up? They're like, I don't ever, I could, this yeah, is sustainable. This is sustainable for the rest of my life. Like, yeah. I don't and I have were talking to. about this on the way over. Yeah. How, like, if you, if you, you could give up on something or, or take a wrong turn just a few years or a day before real success. And it's like, you could you could have a very amazing message to share, very great message to share with people, and you could. But be I just doing don't that. believe in my heart that that's the way it goes. I feel like if you have an important message that you are meant to share with the world, you will share that message no matter how many wrong turns you take. There because are it no is wrong a part turns. of your destiny. Yeah. But people people have given up on their destiny. <laughs> I and, don't. And of course, that means their destiny wasn't to do that. But I'm just saying we all have the chance to quit the bullshit. Write the script. Play, be in it. Maybe it's to be an occupational therapist. Maybe it's to be a poet. I always use like simple. Maybe it's to be the best screenplay writer in the world. But I think of like this family that I know. Um, they're photographers, like really good photographers. Um, that I met a few years back, and they had sort of like achieved everything that they wanted to. They were shooting as much as they wanted to. They were making a killing, shooting weddings, and mm-hmm. they had a baby. And then a couple years later, they had a second baby, and they were over it. They they didn't want to be photographers anymore. They I mean I don't know what they are doing now yeah. as like their main source of income, but they moved out of LA 
they bought a farm in like Oregon or something. Yeah. yeah. And now they're raising their kids on the hey, farm. As long and as they're it, happy. But yeah. that's what I'm saying well, is like your priorities shift, and it doesn't mean that you gave up on your dreams. It means that you're priority shifting is different. I, I, I hear that, from a lot of people that yeah. say like oh, I want to do this, but I'm just not. You know, I've written ten minutes of stand up, but I don't think I can get up there. It's like, bro, yesterday, yesterday. And if you're listening to this, I get so angry about it because you are not too old. I see 58-year-old and 75-year-old. I got a Korean War vet try stand-up comedy. Fuck yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, and I think, I really believe that we are happiest when we're in an atmosphere of growth. And that might yes. mean that we're, like right now, I'm actually feeling on the farm. Yeah. yeah like they've never they done farming. Organic dairy product. They, who knows? Who now knows? they're raising a couple goats. But as long as you just follow that yeah. stream of happiness and, yeah. and, and go, oh, that made me feel good. I liked that. Like, they say I that was, about um, like preventing aging too and, yeah. and cognitive decline is that you need need to be challenging yourself every day and you need to be constantly oh, yeah. learning new things and as soon as you lose that passion that that um that drive the creativity the stuff that like makes living fun mm-hmm. that's when you start to decline yeah. physically and cognitively this is very ot actually occupational therapy because <laughs> <laughs> we're very, it's it's interesting because it's like we all need to be at the just right challenge okay like there's there's a certain level of skill that you so essentially if you're operating in your life and everything is really manageable for you like then the challenge isn't great enough like you're it's it's your skill yeah you're coasting and that's no fun like you want to be at a level where you're you're constantly the challenge is a little out of reach not so much that you're stressed out enough that gives you a little bit of a performance anxiety or a little stress enough to like what's going to make you have to take a shit beforehand because you're nervous (laughs) for me it's still stand up but maybe a point you come and go I've mastered this no honestly this tour has been a really important step for me because I was feeling kind of stagnant in New York because I was just kind of doing it was just routine you know I was doing 10 minute sets well yeah I was locked in my apartment so but it's true move. that like you yeah. you know every stage in New York. You have a hookup at every stage in New York. You you know which days of the week you go where, and you hit a plateau. Right, and it's just a routine. And I'm not even I'm not saying like oh I'm the best stand up ever. It's just like oh no I at a certain I hit a certain plateau and like the challenge of coming out here and, and featuring for Craig You're doing a longer set doing a longer set used to. absolutely like that's a huge challenge and it's it's good. Yeah. And it feels like the just right challenge for me right now. You know, it's because, and that's probably why last night I was like beating myself up because I was like, Oh man, I know I can do better, but it's like exciting that I feel that way that I'm like, okay, I like, I see what I want to do. I want to know a question for the audience. How are you challenging yourself? How, what do you what what do you do? What, do you, what are you afraid to do, and what are you actually taking the steps to do? Write in sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com or just on the uh, you know send slide in a message sexactuallypod on Instagram. But like I love to hear from people. What are you doing to challenge yourself? Because I'm not talking to you from a mountaintop. I'm talking to you from a place where like we're challenging ourselves. Like it ain't easy. Like you know to have a business degree and go perform for free and do stand up. Like I, I am dismissing a ca- a coast like job where like all my friends are in New York already bought their house their Ballin. second home <laughs> I've seen Ballin. my friends bank statement holy shit and here I am like trying to hi how are you hey oh my gosh what's good to up? see you we have friends here what's going on I didn't even recognize you at first sunglasses give me a on. hug how's it going I thought you were just so in photo bombing I love you it you want to say hi to the podcast 
right. We're recording a podcast right now because we were we had we had a show close by, so we had to, we had to like uh, this is L.A. where like you can't find somewhere to meet, so you just go to the closest Starbucks next to the show that you have. We got to catch up. This, I'm Katie. Yeah, this is name? Katie. Hi. Nice to meet you. Hi guys. Hi. How are you? Nice to meet Jaden. Are you a Red Michaela. Sox fan? Nice. And Jason. Michaela and Jason. Jaden. 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 Sorry. What are you guys gotcha. doing? Made us so tired, so we're going to get our Starbucks. Oh, nice. And then we're going to go to Universal, and then we're doing a tour. Good You're Saturday. doing a tour at Universal today? Oh, man. One of mine works there, so we're taking a golf cart. Amazing. <gasps> Ooh. That's so fun. They Amazing. They have the Harry Potter there now, right? Oh, like yeah. the, I think it's like, is it the night lights? They have like night lights at the Harry it's Potter It's And you're not there during the heat? That's nice. Yeah. That's so smart. Nice. Are you guys into, are you visiting? Or? Yeah. yeah, they're visiting. From the East Coast. From D.C.? Oh, that's awesome. I'm nice. from New York. Or I live in New York, but. I'm from New York Friday. Are you? Oh, world travelers right here. Love that. Well, take care of this lady, all right? <laughs> Good to see you. You too. I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you, man. All right. Take care. Yeah. Have fun, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Enjoy your trip. No idea what I was talking about. Well, you were asking about people's, oh, yeah. what they're doing. Wanna, and also, like, what you're doing to challenge yourself can be, it, it, it sounds like a really loaded question. Like, it needs to involve your, like, destiny and whatever. It's like, this can be something very simple. Like, one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite authors and people is Elizabeth Gilbert. I think I have actually, did I mention her? Whatever. No, I don't she, think so. She's the one, she wrote Eat, Pray, Love and also Big Magic, oh, which you did, is. Yeah, you did mention it. Yeah, Big Magic is, is great for, um, it's called Creative Living Beyond Fear is the little subtitle. Um, Creative Living Beyond Fear. I like yes. it already. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. And she talks so much about, you know, I mean, she talks kind of about this idea of like, what is, what is exciting to you? Like, what is actually exciting to you? And at a certain point, she, um, she talks about how the only thing she wanted to do was garden. She's never gardened. She'd never gardened before. She had no idea what, where that came from, but it was just like this little inkling in the back of her mind. And it just like, she started doing it. She it started gardening and, and then it, it became, and she listened to that voice and started doing it. And then she wrote, um, this book called the, um, Oh God, what is it called? I haven't read this, but it's basically <laughs> a book about gardening. It's like the beauty of small huh. thing or not. It's not that, but it's something. Okay. Anyways, essentially, this little ceiling of a, ooh, that might be exciting. Like or therapeutic. You don't or have to therapeutic. put a, it doesn't have to, have to a be paycheck a, to it right away. Oh, my gosh. No. And that's the problem and people have is there's this shame yeah. to go, well, if I'm not making money from it, that means I can't do that. Oh, my God. That is the biggest You make your money. Fallacy. Do whatever you have to do. Pay your bills. But just yeah. know that you don't have to be on the necessary, like, 401k plan right away. Oh, my gosh. Because it is tenfold the money you'll get back. I mean, whenever we, whenever I get paid for or doing stand-up. Or even if it's t- totally unrelated to money. Even if it's just a hobby. And I'm just, something that makes you feel expert, good. You could like be an expert at it. And the, then be, and at then, the crochet club or something. You know, yes. one night a week. Some people do yoga. Some people go to the gym. Some people do Pilates. Some people do crochet club or like yeah. pottery class. Yes. I, just say, I just say money because that's the universal way to like appreciate someone's service and what, they, mm. what they're an expert at. Well, if and you then become if an expert at gardening it's or dangerous. how to build gardens, whatever it is, yeah. maybe you're a best-selling author. Whatever you got to do to explore that But maybe the real 
payout to like being an expert gardener is the joy and comfort you get from spending an hour every day with your hands in the dirt. Yes. Like, that Manual makes labor. my soul we'll feel so you. good just mm-hmm. thinking about it. And I'm not even doing it, but just thinking about the Talk idea of having yourself. a garden. Give yourself that permission to like say yes to those. Yeah. Those Tasha like, just started a garden and just, she's got one tomato that's finally red. And she's, did just she's, we have, yeah, she stares okay. at it every day. And it's like, is it? And then she, we have two peppers. Yeah. We, we, we have yeah. 10 tomatoes, oh, 10 wow. tomatoes, but only one is starting to re- get red. We're going to share two peppers. It. It's a cherry tomato. We're going to slice it up. The peppers names are. Caprese Javier salad. and Juan. Yeah, you got because they're jalapeno peppers, yeah. so they Obviously. need it. we need J yeah, names. JJ's. So yeah, but it's so be, be finding something you love. It's just it's shameful. People people write in secret to me, and they go they go. I don't talk. I, this is weird. I don't normally tell people this, but I wish I could do this. Or yeah. like I gave up my music. I gave up making music because I started a family. And someone wrote in and said, "Well, why? I mean, there's always enough time in the day. You just have to be extra. If you have a family, whatever it is, you have, if you have three side jobs, you have to be extra focused to when you're going to make that your time. Yeah. And you're gonna and you're not going to resent your family because you're going to be pursuing the thing that is you love. And even if it's inch by inch, get off the linear time that you have to be. You know, Justin Bieber at 22. Just get off it." You'll be what you're going to be, but it has to take one step at a time. Mm-hmm. And with stand-up, I mean, geez, I started at 26. What the fuck was I thinking? You know what I mean? Like, I felt like I was years too late. Years. Because it's like a how you know what I mean? But it's mm. like, well, I could have started at, you know, I could, I'm 32, right? I could be 32 doing my first open mic now, and that would suck because I could have had five years. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. you start when you start, but, like, not a day too late. Like, you got to start. Absolutely. That's so, so tell true. People, just, just tell somebody, tell a, a best friend, tell a stranger, hey, I'm going to do that. I'm doing this. But make no, it in a way that's... I, un- I, I disagree there. I think that you don't tell anybody. You just do it. So you get the ball rolling. Yeah, well, exactly. Okay. You don't, it because depends on what you If you can get the ball rolling, but if you can't, it's just like dieting. Ha, get someone to Tell hold you everyone accountable. You're, you're about to yeah. lose 20 pounds. Find that way you can somebody. Own up it's about like finding somebody you, you trust to be your accountability partner. I mean, like mm-hmm. I've, I've actually, I've done this. I, I also, one of the ways, I think the whole reason why I started to pursue my creativity and like, or these creative goals more seriously is because of The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. Have yeah, you read this Yeah, that's a New book? York staple. I cried at the intro. Um, <laughs> yeah. The energy bustling down the Upper West Side. Oh. The way she described a, you're living in a building with a guy who's studying cello and the next is singing opera. Whatever it is. I mean, the intro to that book <laughs> got me Yeah. Hard. Well, and the tools inside of it are just transformative. Like writing, it's about getting in touch with your own inner voice. The Artist Way. The Artist Way by Julia it Cameron. Is, everyone it is. in New York has probably read it or heard of it. I mean, my aunt read it 35 years ago when she got into acting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, this book has been... A, have you done lady, it? I. It is very challenging. The morning page, you're supposed to write You write pages, three, pages three pages every pages morning. I've totally fallen off on that. Yeah. I mean, that is brilliant for people who can stick to it. But the idea of, like, getting, tapping into it and saying that you are worth it, you do need an artist date by yourself to, like, treat yourself. I do it I do it all the time. Yeah. I'll usually f- factor it in. If Tasha's working, be like, all right, today's my day. I'm going to go on a hike. I'm going to get a coffee. I'm going to write some bullshit. Like, the, the weird <laughs> things that I love, which is just... Just literally being alone in public. I love being alone in public. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. Listen, listen to music, hang out, get hopped up on some caffeine. Hang out with yourself. Yeah, Just hang out it. with myself. Totally. Love it. Yeah. What's, and your, you kind what's of, your like artist date? What, what would you, what do you do if you're like, all right, today's for me? Today's for me. Okay. The other, something I did a couple weeks ago, I rented out rehearsal space in, 
in New York. I just rented out a room that normally, you know, I'll do like improv practice in a room like this, but just by myself. And I brought some speakers and I just danced by myself. Like I don't dance. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was so fun. And That's I felt great. like I was doing this like secret thing. Um, oh. I've also been learning. That's so funny. Cause we were singing on my own. <laughs> on my own. Yeah, exactly. Dancing in a studio. <laughs> so you're, so you paid money to be alone. That's New York. They'll pay money to be alone. Exactly. What, oh, absolutely. Just to have it's a, a fucking premium. closed door. Well, in and there's City. like a mirror, you know, you just like see, it's just like a studio. It's just your own space. And it was just nice to like, yeah, to like treat myself to that space. Like I'll, I'll dance alone in my apartment sometimes. I also just got a guitar. I don't, I've never taken guitar lessons, but I'm like secretly and now publicly because I'm on a podcast <laughs> uh, tr- uh, teaching myself how to but play that's guitar. that's so cool. Which is because I'm afraid like of things. singing in front of people actually. Well, you so. just did it in front of 20,000 people. I know, guys, <laughs> please don't bash my voice on this. It will crush me, but also do it if you need to. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, your sure approval shouldn't matter to me. I sang for the first time last night on stage. Did you catch that? Oh, I, I sang I some t- Aladdin. Oh, I, yeah. I just like riffed and sang some Aladdin. Yes. What, what's, get the, what's the song? I will show Shin- you the world. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Anyway, moving That's on. Beautiful. So it, it fit into the context of that. Maybe. Yeah, I'll, maybe I'll add. Maybe I'll play that. Play at the, the end. clip. I'll play the clip of that. That's I have great. It. You're, I love you'll that. Hear that. At the end of this, uh, this is now a podcast I'm actually having to produce and edit. Uh, Tasha, what's your artist date? What would you do for yourself to really reward yourself? Get high alone and watch Netflix. <laughs> Eat pasta. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do to pull at yourself? I'm not trying to encourage that if you don't want to, but I'm saying like, what, what were we reading recently that said that in order to get rid of um, uh, an, uh, uh, drawing or something? What, what were we reading that oh, said like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, about creative expression. Well, because we were talking about all of the... Th- uh, what is that that your mom likes? The how it, It's like um, oh, you what, a, your, what your ailment means, right? So his warts mean that he's financially I, oh, insecure. Warts, okay, I have warts. And, I have um, <laughs> 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 a couple of warts. I can't read them. I'm trying. So this Jeez. whole podcast was just to reveal the fact that yeah. <laughs> Dave has warts. Dr. Scholl's is sponsoring yeah. But I have PCOS. And, um, you know, you had which told is, me a long a, time um, ago. a cyst thing. Polycystic ovarian oh, syndrome. I might have which, that. I haven't gotten a period listen, since January. Hey, gentlemen, listening. <laughs> but the point is, and before, I'm going to let you go, but it's... I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. I want people to know that it's, a, it's a very common thing that you have, but you hadn't heard of it before, and that's not fair. And this podcast isn't to, you know, isn't one of those that's like a... It's, it's, it's important that... I'm sure, I'm sure there are girls listening right now that jaws are jawed because they have that or they might have that. Yeah. And, it's, and it's common. I mean, yeah. my mom thinks she has it. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things that most, I'm going to say like 80% of women have cysts at some point in their life on their ovaries. But um, for some people, it's recurring. It gives them a lot of side effects. It doesn't go, you know, it's not very manageable. There's no like real treatment for it. You can't even really diagnose it. You have to, it's like ruling out other things. Is well, how you, di- you know, they, they can see them on ultrasound, yes. but like <laughs> it's pelvic ultrasounds. <laughs> are it's coming in at a, at a, <laughs> but when it gets to a grapefruit size, I mean, you got issues. It's, it's yeah. But um, so you had said a long time ago that you read somewhere that, you know, Oh, Oh, you're not getting enough. You're not tapping into the feminine enough. The, the you're superior, not spending enough time man. with like other women. Um, I didn't in say that, that soothing space. I don't know, but you had re- you had relayed that to me. And then the thing that you were talking about just now was that your mom, some somebody that she's into, like has a book about like 
um, what your ailments mean. Mm. And um, that person said that you're not in touch with your creativity, right? You're not expressing your creativity, which is sort of true because I, I, I don't really get to be super creative very often anymore. You went to design anymore. school and now you're on the other side of like... Well, the... I just, you know, you run out of time, which is not a fair thing to say because we have the same amount of hours in the day as Mother Teresa and Michelangelo and everybody else who's managed <laughs> to be like crazy successful. But it's like... You know, like at some you point you, you put things on the back burner, yeah. right? And I think I put my creativity on the back burner for sure. Um, but yeah, so I had gotten out my sketchbooks and everything oh, else because it was so just good. like, okay, well, I have five minutes to kill right now. I'm not interested in watching TV. I'm not interested in reading a book. I am interested in doing some coloring. And it's That's okay. Gonna color. it's and it doesn't okay. have to have this end goal or like some product associated thing. Yeah, the, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. And the purpose of being creative, it, don't feel guilty if you just watch TV all day, but just know that we're humans, and if you do have the TV on or in or in, uh, internet access, you might, you know what I mean? You, sometimes you need to put yourself in a place like a private room to really explore what you're meant to do. For and me, without distractions. Oh, what I love now is my wireless headphones by Beats. I can literally listen to music. Which, Sponsor which, him, please. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can get to that place and not have my phone attached to that. I can be at the gym and have my phone zipped in my pocket mm. and not be And you never have to not, look at it. Yeah. You don't have to see an email when you're just trying to press Whereas skip on a we song. We used to leave our phone in the locker or in the car, but now we have it with us because it's our music, it's our life, it's all that. But it can be close, oh, man, but not so, on me. And yeah. I can actually get writing done or zone out. And like in t- for, t- for you, Tasha, I mean, yeah, The Superior Man uh, is a book I've always referenced. It's great for women, too. It talks about feminine and masculine energy, which in today's world is like, God forbid, we're different people. God <laughs> forbid. But it says like a but lot don't of... don't we both have... I mean, women have masculine energy and Absolutely. men have feminine. Energy. I got so yeah. much feminine energy. I cry every episode of Nashville. Yeah. I don't know if that's feminine or what, but I do. <laughs> but it's it's important for Tasha to and for all women to not just wrap themselves around the relationship, but keep with their feminine friendships. Keep with other things because you need to be you need you just need that. And and as men, we need it too. What I, I get, yeah yeah yeah. I Your get community is important, but naturally with my work, I get that you probably don't because you are kind of like have to drift around and be the, the one that people dance around. You don't get to be as creative with your job. I, f- I feel like. Yeah. It's like dancing monkey. And I know. Yeah. And I know Tasha to be a very creative, very smart mm-hmm. uh, individual. And I, and I put no pressure on you, but I just know that you're like, uh, when you talk about plateaus at a place where you are worth so much more than just your image, that is just, that is just the, top of the resume for you with all the other things you can do and she's starting mm. to tap into a lot of that yeah. people love her voice on this podcast and and i i, I love it yeah i mean oh, thank you it's, guys. A, it's a great thing and it's it's with gratitude and affirmation that i tell her that because it's like you need to know that you're brilliant people who are listening need to know that they're brilliant katie you're brilliant Oh my gosh. But we all have our <laughs> I thing. I love this podcast. <laughs> it is just <laughs> I feel so good when we leave here. And uh, waiting for you guys to tell me I'm really good. <laughs> oh, I didn't oh, get that. So let's, well, I'm, kidding, you, I'm kidding. You said so you were good. So. I'm, at a place, I'm at a place now where I can, when I'm on stage, when I'm doing the podcast, I get a nice review. Someone writes in. I totally screen grab it. Oh my gosh, I have a little folder. I have no problem. <laughs> really? Look at this when you're sad and I doubting have, yourself. <laughs> and so for people listening, if you want to write a review, Sex Actually Podcast. So I am so, it is so important to me to value every single person I can connect with. Oh my gosh, I love that you're saying that. Is. Because also, I think, I love that attitude because there's, uh, there, yeah, there, there's no, I feel like sometimes people are afraid to like recognize 
someone else for something great they're doing, you know, like, or just compliment somebody else because they feel like someone else getting ahead is them somehow being behind. But it's like, if we like, it's just so refreshing to be generous with your compliments of other people mm -hmm. and like we can all bring each other up like there's yeah, not it's such a simple thing it's not like it not depletes making... you in yes, any way not at to all bring you a smile well to someone else's helps face me stand up shows that like we can you like we don't compete you do well i carry the energy onto my set vice versa yeah with modeling there's cutthroat you're all in the room one you're person the room. gets a job but at well, the same not necessarily time, though like, i mean i i have told it, this story before that there are plenty of people you know it's not it's more about the individual you, that you meet and where they are in their career and their life. But there have been plenty of girls close, you know, that became very close friends that are people that were like, oh, hey, you, I need to set you up with my agent. Oh, my God, I've got this job. I think you'd be great for that. Refer you. You know, there are people out it's there everywhere that are yeah. that are on the same plane as us and of the mindset to lift each other up. Yeah, because there's, a, there's enough to go around. There is enough to Craig, go around. Craig's great like that. We're talking oh about my Craig God. Fox. Craig is so, so he was on the podcast three or four episodes yeah. ago. So for those that have been keeping track on the podcast, we just had him. We're now on a tour. We've self-actualized from him on my podcast three weeks ago telling me I should do his show. Now I'm, I'm on my fourth with him. We met because of that. You guys met because of that. We're kind of just like taking the baton in this little relay race and we're running with it. And it's important when, when you're presented with an opportunity to take it if it's right for you. You've taken this tour with Craig. You can see I'm trying to wrap up now because we got to go on stage. You've taken this tour with Craig. You've met us. We, uh, you know, he's bonded people and he wants to work with people he likes. And what's, what's greater than that? What's greater than working with people you like? Yes. And in our industry, we're on st we're uh, we're on stage alone, and uh, in modeling, you're out, you're out there, you're in your car alone, going from gig to gig. But we're together, and it's important to remember that because it's just it, you know we're not at, on floor twenty one of the office. We're not there anymore. Tied the water cooler. We're all kind of just like reaching for our success and in, in trying to enjoy it with others. And that's hey, that's what the podcast is. Because there's people listening that are successful, have families, but there's people listening that had a divorce and they're reinventing themselves and both are beautiful and you're mm -hmm. just as much a human being in either way. Yeah. But in today's world with, you know, having nothing but like uh, being, you know, adored on social media, it's hard to know that you've reached that success. We are as good as we can be today, but let's push ourselves. Right. We're exactly where we need to be. Which and is at a Starbucks in North Hollywood. Yeah. Um, let's see. It's we actually need to be at the general store. Yeah. <laughs> so. We're going to show in 12 minutes. We're going to get there. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, Katie, where can people great. find you? I think we're going to post this actually the day we fly. We're going to post Ooh. this. I, I don't want to say that. Well, no, I ruined it. We're going to be. Uh, <laughs> we're we're going to post this sometime next week. So whenever uh, any dates you can plug or great. where can people find you. Yeah. Well, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at, at Katie Barb. K-A-T-I-E-B-A-R-B. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I don't know if I'll still be in L.A. at that point, but I'm based in New York City. So if you're in town, let me know. I just follow her. She might be in your me. town. Even if you're in the Midwest or the I'll South or wherever. Often, she might be but connect with me. I like people. If you like this, I'll talk to you. Yeah, and <laughs> hopefully they got the hint that we actually do enjoy hearing from a stranger. I mean, I've been oh my very God, clear about that the last few months, and I've gotten a ton of emails. But, like, don't think you can listen to 235 episodes of this and not write in, folks. Sex yeah, guys. Podcast at Gmail. If you have anything you want to tell Katie in confidence and don't want to say it on her Instagram, leave an email. I'll forward yeah. it to her. I love it when people resonate with a guest. Tasha, your info. Yeah, you guys know where to find me. It's Cell at phone, Tasha Courtney. Stop it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
They could probably randomize and guess. There's still four digits left. Two, one, three, four. A computer could figure it out. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> at, at Tasha Courtney, She's gonna Instagram. She's going to make me that now. It's going to take me 25 uh, minutes. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat is Tasha TV. So and don't we'll, send me a dick pic. Unless it's me. In which Unless case, it's Dave She responds dick. with <laughs> frowny face. <laughs> like, oh, that's good. That's great. And, um, I'm at D-Neals, D-N-E-A-L-Z. You guys know that. Um, at Sex Actually Pod on Instagram. And again, uh, we got two new reviews this week. Reviews are the life force for getting... Uh, bumped up in the algorithm, getting more downloads, getting sponsors, getting uh, better studio space, not in a parking lot at Starbucks, getting new microphones. The best thing you can do is share us with your friends. We appreciate it so much. So uh, go uh, if you have an iPhone or iTunes, go to Sex Actually. Type that. Literally, I have to explain this to people. Type in Sex Actually in your, I, uh, in your podcast app. Find, hit the Sex Actually icon. Click on reviews. Click on write a review. You can do this on the shitter. Leave us. Will you leave us a review? I'm going to leave you a review. I am passionate to please. I mean, we're at like 166, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, how many five star reviews do you need before you get bumped up? You know what I mean? Like, let's. Oh, we're, play, we're playing ball, folks. I wish I could give more stars. This has hey, been look, delightful. Look, it's, <laughs> been, it's been a pleasure. You, you guys are the reason I do this. Tasha, I started this before we were dating. You're the reason I do this. You're like so important to it. No, no, no. Wow. It's, I mean, you're a good, you know what I mean? Like some people started listening. Uh, I, I got two emails this week of people that go, hey, I just started listening two weeks ago. I'm on episode 98. I love, and the, but like Tasha and I didn't start dating till maybe episode, f- I don't know, you know, somewhere in there. Yeah. But it's just, it's just a cool, if you, if you just found us, go back to the beginning. There's a, a ton of fun past guests and we get to meet people like you. So now you're a member of the Sex Actually community. Woo. Uh, that means you get to come on whenever you want and uh, we're super late, so we got to get going. But here's what we'll do. We'll um, maybe we'll play a little, a couple bits of our stand-up after this. Cool. And um, uh, you can approve what you want to air, and then people can get a slice of you. They can go follow you and all that. Get a slice of me. Get a slice of Katie. There you go, everybody. This was the Sex Actually podcast. See you next time. Bye. Bye. I I love winning things. (laughs) Yeah, I'm an overachiever, Um, and it sounds like I'm bragging when I say that because it has the word achiever in it. Um, But it really. It really depends on what you're achieving. <laughs> like, you can probably, I, you know, I, I was, I was the valedictorian of my high school and grade school. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just that in. Most of you know that already. What you probably don't know is that I also threw up during my first blow job. <laughs> it totally wasn't his fault. I was just being thorough. <laughs> Mom and Dad, you're staying in <laughs> Everyone just needs to know that that's happening right now. <laughs> that this is all true, and so is the fact that my parents My dad was like, don't censor yourself at all, but let me know if I shouldn't come. <laughs>
Yo, Katie, don't mean to be the valedictorian of Dick Second. <laughs> but I kind of want to be. <laughs> I love accolades. <laughs> On a related note, I was raised Catholic. <laughs> What kind of fucked up are you? The kind that I was dry humping into my 20s. Just to make sure I'd get into heaven. Because that's how you get in. I don't make the rules. I just follow them. Uh, no, in Catholic school, they don't tell you a lot about sex, but they do let you know that if you have it before you're married, you will burn in hell. And uh, not only that, but you will bear a child and get AIDS. <laughs> and your baby will get AIDS as well. Thank you so much. It's a do-it-yourself tour. I'm also the bartender and I'm serving mints in the bathroom. How's everybody doing tonight? Well, you doing good? Yeah. Very nice. I come from Rhode Island. I'm a New Englander. Any other New Englanders in the house? Very nice. Including my parents right there who didn't come. Thank you. For those NPCs, mom and stepdad. I appreciate that. I love, I love being from New England. I love how traditional it is. I just wanted to visit family. Right off the plane, some guy goes, nice skinny jeans, queer. He's oh. like, dad, we're at the church. What are you doing? Any moms in the audience? Yeah. Woo! Moms in the audience? Nice. Let me ask you, moms, are we okay with texting yet? Can we do that? Okay, yeah. yes, some don't know. My mom was true. My mom sent me a text for the first time recently. She sent me the letter H. And I was just like waiting on uh and one at a time. She got a big phone, she got the Samsung Galaxy Note. So every text she just looks like Dana White. <laughs> Is it hello, mom? Let me ask the moms here. Are you guys like this? My mom's a suicide texter. Every text she sends me ends in a dot dot dot. You guys, moms, you do that, right? What are you doing? Stop that! It's cryptic. We don't like it. My mom's like, gonna go take the dog for a walk. Dot dot dot. Don't do it, mom! You do that. You do that. It's okay. Dot dot dot. Is it okay? How's your career going? Da, da, da. I that one. Okay. It's good. I'm an Irish twin. Anyone know what that means? Irish twin. Yeah. Whoa, Irish twin audience. Good. Who wants to explain what it is? 11 months apart. Uh, who said that? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you're not happy. I asked you. She just gets all quiet. I don't know. Here's, people keep saying that. I, it's when you're born less than a year apart yeah. from your sibling. My sister and I are 11 and a half months apart. Give it up my mom's vagina for that. Yeah. about like where you are in the Irish room. Like I'm the younger one, so I'm the easy, like I came out like a water slide. Just the, the ones at Disney World where you like take a goofy photo doing something. It's like fallopian tubing. Just like... That's what it is, guys. Friday night, this is my big act of, um, by the way, I love being on an artisanal rug. This is good. Good stage here. I'm just like a fraternity Aladdin right now. I will show you the world. I blame the Chi Alpha tomorrow night. Alright. It's not a joke. Um, so it's weird. I'm an Irish twin. I'm 32. And I also have a 14 year old brother and a 20 year old brother. So my mom gave birth in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. That's an Irish triathlon. 
My mom was 41 when she gave birth to Jack. He's a 14-year-old. She was seven months pregnant when her water broke on a hike. She had to deliver Jack on the rocks. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Tell my mom, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird having a 14-year-old brother. Does anyone have any siblings that are, like, a lot younger than them? Yep. Who? How old? What's the age difference? Nine years? Not too bad. Anyone more than nine years? 16, 10? Okay, it's like an option right now. 16, 10, 16. Anyone have a sibling more than 16 years younger than one? That's it. You win. Who's that? Right here? Yo, you're the 16. Okay, I don't want to burst your bubble because uh, you look nice. Uh, but here's what I learned in my experience having a brother who's 18 years younger than me. Uh, all it means is your parents didn't believe you would be successful in life. <laughs> Maybe not you, but my mom's spot on. Here I am. <laughs> my rug. <laughs> How did that go? Got rug burnt? I don't know. Because the age difference is so much that I can calculate where I was when my mom conceived. Two weeks after I got my SAT results in. <laughs> Math wizards got it, right? She's like, state school, University of Rhode Island, fire up the vagina. <laughs> like a picture in the ninth inning, I got one more. <laughs> and I can't complain, she made a good choice. He's a boy scout, no matter what he does, it's better than what I do. <laughs> Probably this is my holiday of my week. He's designing energy efficient wig wobs. Jack wins, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Big one. You gotta buy from the GoFundMe that he's got. Saw this comic. Okay, his younger brother's wigwams. Amazing. What else can I say about my family? <laughs> clean material, kind of clean. I don't know. It's uh, it was the twenty-year-old brother's weird, Jameson. He's a, he's in your sophomore college. Which yeah, those are real names, Jack and Jameson. You never lose that. Oh, the alcoholics are on board already. Holy shit. Wow! Relapsing in the audience. Maker's mark was too long for the verse didn't get behind. <laughs> it's tough. My name's Dave Standard, four-letter white guy. They're Jack and Jameson, alcoholic alley-oops, not fair. This isn't good. <laughs> but I called Jameson, because I try to relate to him, too. Not going to happen. I was like, he's going to college. He's like, hey, Jameson, you been getting girls' phone numbers? He goes, no, Dave. That's super creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, how do you get a girl's info then? He was like, well, you just get her first and last name and find her online. <laughs> I was like, that must be nice. Oh, late to the party. Okay, good. <laughs> but I, thought, I was like, that must be nice. But when I was his age, I didn't have a cell phone yet. So like, I had to get a girl's number the old-fashioned way. I had to memorize it on the way home and hope that nobody interrupted me. <laughs> 855 My buddy's like, what time's kickball? 415. No! I was like, Jamie, what do you do if you don't get a girl's first or last name? How do you find you online? He's like, you just go back to the place where you met, set your Tinder radius to five feet, and use it like a metal detector. I don't know. You guys like me or not? I'm having an applause break. I asked them if they liked me. It's weird, it's weird, uh, it's weird having these younger brothers because I'm not good at being a bro anymore. I know, uh, I know I can't pull off this short sleeve hoodie right now. <laughs> Thanks for agreeing with me, sir. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> the play was designed in my brother's energy efficient wigwam. That's what they said. Fucking Pocahontas, 
cheek right here. I'm not a good bro. I'm 32. I can't do bro things anymore. Like, I'm bad at taking all-male group photos. I didn't know that. I found out the hard way. I was in an all-male group photo. I put my hand on the small of this guy's back. <laughs> My friend was like, take a photo, it's cool, it's cool. It was a gay friend, gay friend of mine, I thought he went cool, they thought don't be a fag. I was like, I'm sorry. It was moist and reliable, I could feel beads of sweat coming down his travels, it was nice. Ironically, you have problems on stage, Dave. This really is set up like my personal therapy right now, this is nice. Because girls, girls are great at taking all female group photos, that's the difference. Men, we don't know what to do. We hold a beer up, we put our chin in the sky, we try to tackle a bear. We don't know. Take 10 girls I've never met, they'll know exactly where to go in a group photo. They're like birds flying south. That's why they do duck face, are you with me? You show me 10 girls right now that I've never met, they'll just go like, all right, we have Big Swing over here. Skinny arm over here, Rockettes in the middle. Get my good side in the back, right? Two chicks in the front doing sorority squats right here. They're competing to see who can get lower. I think that's how that works. Spray tans, they're just drunk Oompa Loompas going at it. How does it work? Whoever gets lower sucks better dick. Is that how it works? The too far, the too blue for you guys? A nice theater. I'm going. They're about to take the photo, and then the lead girl goes in the front and says, This? What the fuck is that? Is that a code? Are you a Freemason? Did someone steal the Declaration of Independence? Take the photo now! <laughs> Girls are better at that. They're organized. They're smart. Most of the time. It's at the beach, and I saw girls do that line where they do the lady leap. You ever see the lady leap? They don't get in the air. Yeah, <laughs> But there's always one girl that doesn't get off the ground in time. <laughs> They're all in the air, she's a North Korean missile at the house. <laughs> jump on three, I'm trying! I'm a WNBA defensive player of the year. <laughs> a Russian power lifter. Which one works for you guys? This is a lot of movie for skinny jeans. <laughs> I'm in a relationship. <laughs> it's a weird transition. <laughs> like, believe it or not, after that, I'm in a relationship. Before I, was in, before I was dating my girlfriend, we were friends for four years. God bless you. Are you allergic to white men on stage? We've seen enough of you, man. Friend zone for four years. I have a degree in friend zone. From Blue Ball State University. Some guys have been there, right? The front row, yeah? Dry campus, right? Some alumni right there. <laughs> you're, you're laughing like you know you friends on two of these guys. Did you hear that maniacal? <laughs> I friends on Chad, second from the end. You know, it's just weird because, like in society and movies and fairy tales, you hear about the knight shining armor. You never get to see the guy who got friends on <laughs> I'd kill it as a guy who got friends on I'd be in a tower braiding Rapunzel's hair and being like, you think he's gonna show up? <laughs> oh, he's coming later? I gotta get him from the airport. You want French braids? Let's do it. 
dating. Now it's been four years. Four years in the relationship. Hey, it's LA, guys. So four years. That's a long time, right? <laughs> for her to settle for me. That's a. But you learn a lot. Who's who's been in a relationship twenty plus years? Any any? Hey, a couple one. All right, hey, LA. Bunch of single Tinder rejections over here. One per, I heard one set of clapping though. Is that how it works? Just one person shows up to the show. How long have you guys been married? Or, are you together? Are you looking at each other? I can't see a blind. He's not here. Okay, good. He's not here. 23 years! Not just my work. <laughs> I dropped him off at Dodger Stadium year four. It's been a breeze ever since. I loved it. That's all I gotta do. I gotta just go to things alone, I guess. I took my girl. I, I, this is this is a true this is a true story. I took my girlfriend to a Dodgers game, and I had a, I had a hookup from a friend who was gonna get me like good box seats. She worked there, so I took her. I took my girlfriend, and I just bought the cheapest seats you could get. I bought the five dollar seats, and I didn't realize I was a top level. There's top level. I didn't realize if I just spent like eight or nine dollars, I could have gone down to the English speaking seats. <laughs> But here's what I learned. I learned this. I, I love the top level seats, but they don't connect to the bottom ones. There's one bit of Dodger Stadium, the top level doesn't connect. There's a net keeping you out. You can literally like jump down to like white in a bow. No, you're not. Like they. they yeah. It was a blast. I got a domestic beer. They gave me a tecate. It was nice. We don't have seventh inning stretch up there in the merengue. The best part is that if you're out, this isn't a race thing. I don't care. I don't care what your pay grade is. If you go to the top level seats, you wear the shortest dress possible up there, and then you walk down to your level like that. I saw a girl drop her cell phone. She was like trying to get it with it, like, and she's like, "Fuck it, it's a groin." And she walked up. Thank you. My mom's calling. She wants to know how it's going. <laughs> no, just get it. It's fine. This is. I'm just warming people up. Oh, I got the light. I got the light. That ringtone was the light. They were phoning Dave to get off the stage. I'll be back. There's two more amazing comedians out tonight. I'm just opening the show. I'll tell you one more story and I'll get off. Um, I was talking about my girlfriend. So, dating now for four years, you learn a lot in a relationship for four years. I learned this. I can't have any other girls in my phone book with the last name Tinder. <laughs> Guys, I'm telling you, who's plenty of this Paula? Christian Mingle Mary? You know what I mean? Like, I'd get rid of Gary Grinder? I don't know. <laughs> Longer a girl's name is in your phone book, the less you know who she is. That's, that's the society we live in. Short names you know. Mom, sis, Applebee's, you know what you're gonna guess. <laughs> I swear this girl on my phone the name Becky Brad, Big Ball from Atlanta, do not call. What the fuck? <laughs> I wish, this is what I want for society. I want someone to develop this app. I wish you could Google your own phone number and see what people have you saved as. <laughs> He's worried. He's like, oh, delete everything. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Like, I just Google, like, 
like, like a dude in front row, phone rings, do not bring him to a show again. You know what I mean? I'd be like, Dave, douchebag, poor man's Bradley Cooper, do not call. I'm like, what? The chubby version from American Sniper, where he gets post-traumatic stress disorder, I don't like the game anymore. At least make it so that you can't change their name once you've saved it. Like, whatever you save someone has, you just have to keep it that way for life. Like, I meet a girl drunk at a bar. Three years later, I'm married. She's like, babe, I can't find my phone, call it. I'm like, Siri, dial Jennifer or Jessica, question mark. <laughs> Every joke has a truth. The truth of that joke is my girlfriend's phone is face up. I want to know what she had me saved as. Don't do it. Don't. I called it. It said Dave Comedian, but the comedian was in quotation marks. 